0: Well, I think you can probably guess what I've been thinking about lately. <laughs> um, staying at home, for some of us, it's a full time experience. For others, it's um, after the experience of being out essentially. <laughs> Anyway, I was just thinking about how staying at home has become a uh, a radical request. How something so mud- mundane can be such a um, profound experience. Um, and like with everything, I see the larger metaphor or I see a metaphor of a... Uh, returning home in a spiritual way, in a soul my soulful self returning home or staying home, the experience of home in a spiritual way. So as I thought about it, I I started to think about the ways the, the facets of home, the experience of being home. And so you can think of these in a metaphorical sense. Um, shelter and protection. It's a place for personal freedom and expression. I mean, I can go into any of the rooms and say (laughs) or create anything I want to, right? Um, It's a place of deep rootedness, um, there's something about the physical building of a, uh, that becomes a, uh, grounding place. Um, Of course it's more than that, but it's a, it's a place where we get our sense of self and security. Um, it's also a place where there's conflict and friction and rubbing shoulders with, with our closest uh, family members. And then sometimes it's a, an experience of loneliness when, we're, when we feel stuck or we feel like we, um, it's sometimes a place of isolation. And of course you've got all the mirrors everywhere. So there's a lot of personal reflection at home. There's, there's a lot of opportunity to look ourselves in the, in the face. <laughs> um, and we often see things we'd rather not see. So this past year and this experience of um, coming home has been both very peaceful for me but also very intense. Um, I do a lot of yoga when I can, which helps me sort of process um, life, but this experience especially. Um, While I'm bending and stretching and breathing, it feels to me like my soulful self is doing a lot of bending and stretching and breathing. Yoga allows me to be in my house, in my body, the 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 house of my soul, and explore all the room rooms, exploring without words, without labels, without just just moving and feeling um. I don't have to name a deep stretch as stretch for me to sit with it and feel it. It just helps me get out of the world of words for a bit. Um, As I was thinking about the experience of yoga, I, I was drawn to the idea of god being a fire a consuming fire because i feel that sometimes that, that the, the the burning of um uh, in exercise you know just this uh um the i guess you know feel the burn right so there's a there's a there's also the metaphorical sense of just the um the heart sort of creating, uh, heat and energy. Um, anyway, so I, I, I found the verse in Deuteronomy four, um, let's see oh, Deuteronomy 424. It's for the Lord, your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. So I'll be looking at the whole book of Deuter- uh, Deuteron- Deuteronomy 4 I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I have a few verses that I pulled out if you want to look it up. Um, so as I began uh, to look deeper, obvi- I, I always find uh, something worthwhile if I, if I go deeper. So I'm going to share that with you. Um, this chapter is mostly about Moses telling the people of Israel how to go out and make a new home. So seems appropriate. We're talking about home and just keep in mind the word Israel, how, how I discovered that, that the meaning of that was, uh, the root of it was being a container of God. So that helps me also think about how the people who contained God go out and make a home in the place that God, um, presented to them. So, Here's Deuteronomy 4, 1, the first verse of that passage. Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgments which I am teaching you to perform, so that you may live and go and take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, is giving you. And then in verse 9, only give heed to yourself and keep your soul diligently, so that you do not forget the things which your eyes have seen. And they do not depart from your heart all the days of your life, but make them known to your sons and your grandsons. So there was some information there, some um, a way of being to not forget, to hold it close to your heart and then teach it, continue to teach it. Um, in other words, the chaps are saying, I will show you how to be a container of God. Don't worship anything on this earth. So it talks about, worshiping graven images, so don't make a graven image, meaning like scratching, you know, a, a, an image into this, the, 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 the meaning of the word um, of, of idol was, you know, like carving a, an image into a piece of wood or a stone, so don't make physical things and then bow down to them, and not just bow down, but don't get distracted, don't get consumed, don't get bewildered, by the things you've made. Oh, oh, yeah, and also the things other people made too. Do not get consumed by that. Don't get duped by any of this material world. It's not real. The only thing that's real is invisible to you. In verse 15, Moses is quoting God. <laughs> so um, God says to Moses, So watch yourselves carefully since you did not see any form on the day the Lord spoke to you at Horeb from the midst of the fire. So in other words, God's saying, I'm formless. I'm ethereal. I spoke out of the fire, but that was just to get your attention and to serve as a metaphor, as the source of all, (laughs) all energy, all living things back to verse 24. And I was going to share my screen, but I didn't, I don't know. I'll, I'll see if, um, I also printed it out, so I don't know if you all would rather just look at each other. And then, if you want to see this closer, you can. Does that show up backwards? Oh, it shows up backwards. Yeah, it looks it <laughs> looks okay to me. It does. Um, I can also screen share it. Should I just do that? Um, I was wondering, what does jealous god mean i mean that word is like uh that just has that has a lot of uh um what's the word it's just it's very sort of triggering in a way i mean it's just very like uh um uh, it it's heavy it has a lot of uh it just has a lot to it i can't think of the word but um but don't worry i found something cool about the word jealous. So what does this jealous God mean? Um, Let me see. I'll just share it quick and then come back out. Okay. So, is everyone seeing this? Okay. So um, Deuteronomy four twenty four. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire and a jealous God. And then, so the in the uh, in the um, Strong's lexicon, the Hebrew word is kana, and this gets separated out even further because the the word back in early times the earliest version of hebrew was an actual actually a pictograph so these are the these are the letters of the hebrew alphabet and they were not letters but pictures so the word jealous was a combination and it's going to read um it's going to read you know right to left instead of left to right so it was Kof, and then Nun, and then Aleph. So you can see those f- pictures. So this is what the word jealous looks like in ancient Hebrew. Now the pictograph for Kof, the one on the far right, is a circle with a horizontal line through it which according to the biblical lexicon at studylight.org is a picture of the horizon, um, you know, the sun at the horizon. So it's a, it's, it, it's like the gathering of light into that spot on the horizon. And then the picture, the the picture in the middle is a seed, a sprouting seed noon is a sprouting seed. And an Aleph is an ox. So, The an ox head represents strength because the they put the they yoke the two oxes together, but they always put the one that is strongest at the at the front. So you have these meanings behind these words. When you put them together, it's it's more like um, the you gather the light. For the seed, and this they give an example of the birds going about gathering materials to feed to their um, offspring. And the one who is jealous or zealous is the one protecting that whole experience, the whole, um, the whole. the, the just the the gathering but also the feeding and the nurturing of this seedling. So let's see. So even the word fire in this verse is the 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 uh, the pictographs for Aleph, the, the ox, and Sheen, which is a little picture, and I'll show it to you in a little bit, but it's a picture of, um, looks like a W, but it's teeth. Um, so an ox and teeth means the strength of teeth crushing. The experience of friction is what creates fire. So God is in the friction, the fire in my heart and belly during yoga is from the friction, the inward tension of constructing my muscles. And that creates energy for me to use in the creation of new things in my life. God is in the friction. The practice of yoga helps me burn through emotional energies and I find myself crying and laughing and um, releasing so much on the mat. God is in the friction. The friction creates an all-consuming fire that embraces all that is me. By consuming those energies, I become more than I was before. By embracing those parts of me, I become more. I'm not physically more. I just, the essential part of me becomes more. Contract reach, bend, stretch, embrace, release. This experience of yoga is the coming home to my body. And if I can do that at home, I can also learn to step into that in the world. I am a vessel, a container of God. I am both a home for God and at home in God. So let me go back really quick. I wanted to show you all this. So, all that from this this little line drawing of a sun and a seed and an ox, all that, all all of that um, heaviness and intensity of the word jealous from this picture. All of the misunderstanding of millennia of a of a jealous God that was wrathful and uh, whatever the the idea that there was some sort of possessive God. well, I understand the language of this is the word fire, so. I too have come to understand that the language of God is of imagery and metaphor. It's ethereal, invisible, like wind, breath, exchanging of energy. I invite you to meditate on the images of the words. I invite you to feel them without um, label with the perhaps the the meaning that comes outside of the language